how much of a coffee snob are you on a scale from, let's say, 1 to 10 or 0 to 10? Well, it's not that if I drink coffee that I drink like Sencillo bad quality uh, coffee. I really like to drink coffee, a good coffee, so good beans and then a good machine. Hi, I'm Yuri and this is Takeaway, a podcast by Unit. In this episode, Yvonne and I will be discussing coffee rituals and the lack thereof due to Corona. We asked two of our professors if they could come up with some solutions to not being able to go out and have a coffee somewhere. Let's see what they said. For me, I don't know where you drink your one cup of coffee, but for me, I really like going to a nice place, let's say espresso bar or a coffee bar, and have coffee there. You know, there's something about the atmosphere of these these places that I really like and enjoy and that I have yeah. been missing ever since Corona. You know, it's been a while since we... In the summer we could, but for the past, like, at least six to eight months, we we couldn't. And for a long time we couldn't do takeaway as well. Um, and now we can. But takeaway still doesn't have the same experience as um, going to a... Going somewhere, sitting there, being immersed in the experience and having coffee there. I will always miss that part, you know? That, that home feeling. And if you have takeaway coffee, you just walk on the street. Or sit yeah. on a bench outside mm-hmm. in the cold. <laughs> also, one thing is takeaway cups are just, compared to regular cups, they're horrible. You know, yeah, I never put yeah. a lid on them, but most people put a lid on their, their cup as well. Especially if you have a, a drink that contains milk or foam. It, it, it becomes even worse. You know, you have this tiny yeah. hole that you're trying to drink through and it doesn't work at all. But I'm always afraid that I, like, burn my tongue because mm-hmm. the, the, the lid doesn't really uh, take um, take over the feeling of how warm the drink actually is. So then I really had sometimes that I drank something and I really burned my tongue on the first drink and then I couldn't couldn't enjoy the rest of it anymore. Let's go into the the more the ritual side of the problem. I, I spoke to both Christina and Luyen, both professors at our department, and I, I, I asked them this question. Um, so let's hear what Christina had to say. Yeah, I'm really curious. So what you're describing is this notion of going for a coffee. Um, and and how might we do that if we can't actually go anywhere or meet or be inside? For me, coffee is complicated uh, in the sense that, in a good way, in the sense that I'm the kind of person who has been on a long coffee journey. Uh, I started drinking coffee already as a child. This is what you do in Scandinavia. So, um, and I distinctly remember a friend of mine turned up at my house with a coffee burr grinder, and uh, and 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 gave it to me and said, "I'm not doing you a favor. I am destroying coffee for you forever." You know what he meant was, you know, if you make coffee taste good, then it's difficult to ever drink terrible coffee again. And then the other part of what you're asking, the main part of what you're asking is this social aspect, this idea of going for a coffee, of meeting. And for me, it has been replaced with going for a walk. Um, in in a sense, um, since we, you know, either we can or we can't, depending on where we're at, 
um, get takeaway coffees. Increasingly, I am trying to replace meetings if we can, if we are in the same city. Uh, there's a we do a lot of walking around, and sometimes that involves a coffee. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it involves. Uh, sitting way too long and discussing something on a park bench, getting very, very cold. My current best mitigation strategy for the lack of going for a coffee is when me and Bruna open the video channel and we make, we sit around and do some little making thing. And it isn't necessarily even the same. Sometimes we'll sit and, and do different ones. Uh, but it is literally the... The way that you can sit next to each other on one of those big tables in Atlas, you know, we vaguely remember how we used to do that. And we would we would not necessarily even talk. We would just be in each other's company. And that, I think, is maybe the, the biggest uh, lack now is this idea of being in each other's company without necessarily having a purpose or um, a, um, an outcome that we're looking for. So, in, in, in fact, I think in terms of being a design challenge, I feel like this is an undesignable challenge in the sense that I can't. It's sometimes as a designer, so we have to ask ourselves, ask ourselves if it's only our job to relieve attention, if it's only our job to make everything better, then there's all these other things in our lives that we're not allowed to touch. So this is one of those things where I feel strongly that I can't make it better. Not not, not truly, not not really. The the fundamentals of this I cannot fix, but I can and maybe that's also not my job. Maybe it's not our jobs to fix everything. Maybe our jobs are to pay attention to the things that we can't fix and maybe think about what their outlines are and what their edges are and what the, you know, what are the adjacent thing that maybe carries not a solution maybe, but a relief or a, a similarity, I guess. So what do you think? Well, I think it's really proud of her to say that it's not something that we as designers can fix. And I feel the same. It's what, what I get, get from her story as well is that it's really about being together um, and of course, you can try to make an intervention to get people together or to be in each other's presence, because that's actually what she says. It's not really about um, actually talking together or uh, laughing together. It's really about being in each other's presence and knowing that it's okay. Um, and that's, I think, really something that you have to search for yourself, like in a way that fits you. Um and I also feel like it's really a hard challenge to fix. Like, it's really that, that ambience that you're looking for, that you can find in, yeah, coffee stores. So, but yeah, the main thing is that I find it really proud of her to say that we, we can pay attention to the fact that it's the problem is there and uh, maybe discuss it, think about it, and... Um, don't let it go by. Uh, I think that's also interesting. Yeah, I agree. I think we had a, a lot longer conversation about this topic. Um, 
I think what was interesting to me is in the beginning she mentioned that you know drinking coffee in this way is a sort of it's a sort of ritual that you either share with someone so you go somewhere together and you sit and talk and drink coffee or you go alone and you work but it's a yeah. it's it's a it's a sort of ritual um and what I like is that and that for me goes the same but that for Christina what she mentioned is that um, that, that that ritual, sort of that wanting to be in someone's presence or, you know, have, finding these kinds of rituals or mutual rituals with people, they get replaced by different ones that are not really, like she said, a solution, but they, they sort of touch on on what is the important aspect of that situation. And in this case of drinking coffee, which is, you know, I do the same. Now with my housemate, we, we go get a coffee and we go for a walk and then we talk um and what we would normally do, well, we went there and, and sat there. So I, I like that, um, yeah, it, it, it may also makes you kind of reflect about what is the important thing. Maybe the important thing is not the coffee, but it's the, you know, everything that happens around it. Something else I we discussed is, she also kind of mentioned this with, um, um, when she works t- together with Bruna through Skype, it's the same if you sit in a coffee place and you work, there's this sort of, um, how do you say... Well, mutual working uh, environments, but you're all at the same place doing your own thing, but you're not feeling alone because people around you are doing the same thing as you do. Well, maybe, of course, another kind of job, but I think that's that's also it a bit. I don't know. I also really like it to work together, um, or not really together, but um, digitally together, but not... We're not talking. We're just doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. just the feeling that someone is there as well. That you're not alone. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's also what Christina mentioned. Is that it's, you know, ultimately it's... Un- or you cannot replace it or you cannot fix the problem. You can, you know... You can... These new rituals... They are new rituals that, that give you a similar feeling. Uh, maybe. But they don't fully replace it. And like you say, you'll still miss or want that other your old ritual back or new version of it yeah you mentioned designing an intervention or making an intervention for this problem which is the approach uh Luyen took so let's have a listen to that now oh i'm really interested what she uh came up with to say maybe i'm kind of cheating because i use in my bachelor course we use coffee as a topic before so the coffee experience have definitely been included um so I'm not the coffee drinker myself, but we do ha- one now and then go with colleagues to have a cup of coffee. Maybe then I'll take a tea. And uh, But I think I can work on it. But I have to say, because I'm not a coffee drinker, but I have seen a lot of students working on coffee. So I may be kind of inspired by them already. But I will try to come from my own perspective to see how the coffee, uh, yeah. But if I will start, I will really start with thinking like who I'm making this experience for. As I told you that I am not a coffee drinker. So who are these people who normally go to a bar, coffee bar, and to have a really pleasant experience with friends and families? And now in this corona time, suddenly you can't do that anymore. You could still order coffees uh, from takeaways, I think, but that's it. So I would like to narrow down the design scope I would like to create a enriching coffee ex- drinking experience for people 
especially for uh, people normally go after work to meet friends, young, I think probably those are very young, young people, if I may uh, say that, working generation, young professionals after after um, a working holiday working experience, having appointment with friends at a bar to drink a coffee or even sometimes have a beer there. So I'm now focusing on the coffee drinking experience of these people during Corona time. They miss this social contact and they miss this going home, meeting friends, picking up coffee experience. It's putting action. So the system knows that, you know, John and the Lisa is finished work and uh, finished work. They are going home. So both of them having a kind of physical activity on their own comfort zoom. So around the, say 15 minutes later, they are at home and the coffee machine kind of remind them about the coffee moment. So they make themselves a very nice coffee and they take the coffee start a conversation. The conversation is hosted in a system system could I could imagine that maybe you know in a virtual environment where they could still drink the coffee without limitation of me moving around in a room or they could just sit on their in a kitchen and having a chat with a friend. I could imagine a very cheap solution that maybe you know WhatsApp just pop up and they could chat or they could have a video call. And then they could have this emotional connection moment and still having a very nice cup of coffee and chat about the plan for the evening. Maybe they can synchronize to watch a movie together. So I could very much imagine that, you know, a, a system that kind of connecting the people drinking coffee together, having fun, and yet embedded in their daily routine and encourage them to go out still having a walk and then have a coffee connecting together. So yeah, completely different approach, right? It's uh, yeah. much more like the, the yeah, like an intervention, as you told. It also, it touches on many of the aspects we talked about, um, but it's a very yeah. different approach. Yeah, and as she was saying, like if, if the coffee machine would like um, give you some kind of notification or something that you should make uh, a cup of coffee, you should take some time to drink it as well. Um, and that really reminded me of um, my own coffee drinking experience because I really like, I really enjoy drinking my coffee. Um, usually I drink one in the morning or like um, halfway the morning. <laughs> and um, But sometimes I forget it. And then it's, uh, then later on I think like, shit, I forgot it. And I kn know that I really enjoy that one moment and then I feel so bad that it <laughs> I missed it some because ju just because of myself. And then uh, so she men she mentioned that notification kind of thing, and I was like, I want that too. <laughs> what I what I like it. This is mostly about both because they're quite different. You know, Christina's approach and uh, Lu Yen's approach are very different. And with Lu Yen, you can see, um, you know, her systematic way of thinking, like. What is the design case? Who are the stakeholders? Um, what is the problem? There's this sort of almost like you're filling in um, sort of, um, you know, parts of your design problem and then you're, you're thinking from that. Whereas Christina, Christina, 
whereas Christina comes from the opposite side where it's not at all about who is involved or what is the the design but it's much more from experience feeling also much more from personal experience and with Duyen well also because she doesn't drink coffee but um it's it's a much more um she's much more removed from the problem where Christina is is talking about her own experience and the the experience and way of doing things um I, I think it's really interesting it also shows two different sides of our department yeah, but I think that it also shows the valuable aspects of different kinds of designers. Um, mm-hmm. That, yeah, well, they are both designers, but they are completely different in that sense. Because their their way of thinking is different. Which is not that one is better than the other or worse than the other. It's just a way of looking at the world. And I think that is really interesting that this is an exact example that shows their different mindsets. Yeah, I agree. It's really interesting to see. And in a way, the solutions are kind of similar, right? There's this sort of replacement ritual. Yeah, Christina talked about that and Luyen talked about that. So in in that sense, the outcome is very comparable. But the approach and how you get to that outcome is very different. I think it's very interesting. So maybe I can reflect the way I did it is the way I normally teach I think normally I think it should be done. What I think I could do differently if I reflect is that I shouldn't do this alone. I should do it together with a friend who's also sharing this happy drinking moment, but this is not allowed, not allowed here. But this is also what I teach with the students. I probably should involve also the coffee bar owner because he's also suffering of lacking of clients. And uh, we are not allowed to go out right now, but we we do allow it to pick up eh? because the, the, how do you call that, the food service is available. So this probably can be done. And this, we may don't want to meet each other, but there are places can be created where people could go there to pick up the coffee. Uh, how do you call that, in sequence, and where nice messages can be left. So instead of everything online, it could be a synchronized synchronization. So if I may think further, but I didn't do that. So there's uh, quite a lot of possibility if I'm able to include other people to do it together, including more perspectives. This was Takeaway. Thank you for listening. We hope you learned something about different approaches to interesting design challenges like this one. And if you have a design challenge of your own, be sure to let us know. Takeaway is a podcast by UNIT, brought to you by the students of Lucid.